Righto, trendsetters, rug up with us this winter. Next merch drop coming in hot. 14th of May, Tuesday, 6pm at alphablokes.com.au. We've got our two hoodie designs. These designs won't be coming back. We've got a light colour. We've got a dark colour. These things are unreal. We can't wait for you to start wearing them around the flats and rugging up next to the fire. 6pm, Tuesday, 14th of May. Don't miss out. Cure them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. It's Wednesday. Welcome back. It's bloody hump day. Let's get around it. Yeah, you know what to do. Find that like and subscribe button and give her a bit of hiss, 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 hiss. I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologise. To absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f he wants. Oh, I about to go stupid again. She out the roof of the biz. I'm about to do it again. I'ma fuck two of her friends. Just made a flip out the rock. Fuck the frame you I'll jump out the jeweler again. I fuck my money up on the Rio, but I got it right back and I blew it again. Oh, hey, pay for the bricks. They selling niggas like you and again. Welcome back. Happy Wednesday. Yeah, here we are. Uh, Mitchum Dawes, how you going, brother? Good, mate. How are you blokes doing? Yeah, buddy, good, mate. What's been, uh, what's been happening in the life of Mitchum, bud? What's been happening? Working, mate, since I've been back at Gladstone, bloody. Same old story. Yeah, Everyone's got it. the same story, haven't they? <laughs> That's What's right. Been Working, bros. Well, you got to work, don't you? Unless you're uh, born into it or something silly like that. Um, before we get into it today, boys, we got a drink review to do. Mitchum, you've uh, you've bought something out, mate. Why don't you give us a bit of background on what it is? Oh, this bloody when I had an old employee of mine <laughs> buy me this after a couple of fuck ups. You know the old box trick when you have a fuck up at yeah. work. <laughs> anyway, he was a real good employee. I'll shout out to Brad if he's listening now. On your break, him two days after. So <laughs> <laughs> he'd be a big fan of you. Yeah, yeah lead balloon. <laughs> Anyway, he had about nearly two grand worth of um, box O's and he bought me this six-pack as he was walking out the door. And yeah, I never right. got to try it, so I thought we might give her a go today. Expensive gentlemen. fucking six-pack, bros. What's it called, mate? She's the great uncle. The great great uncle Kenny's multi-purpose amazing Wackachani lager. <laughs> it rolls straight off the tongue. Well, yeah, quite nice beer. Right, eh? Cheers, boys. Cheers. Good stuff. I'll tell you what. I'll be whacking a few changes. <laughs> <Bro, laughs> I don't know if I'll be able to say the fucking name again, but that tastes pretty good. It's it's cold as well, which helps any sort of beer, doesn't it? Is that like yeah. fighting juice for Tokyo? What, whack a few changes? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but that is uh, that's pretty good, man. I think bad. being a lager, lager helps. Eh? Anything. I'm a lager bloke. 
What about you, lads? Yeah, lager yeah I like a lager. Yeah. Me too, mate. They try to get a bit fruity, don't they, with the fucking craft and all that shit? It almost takes like a white wine. It is. Oh, I had one the other day, mate. It was like <clears throat> a watered-down breakfast juice. No, yeah, good. that's fucked. With bubbles. <laughs> no, it was flat. Oh, yuck. Yeah, no good. Yeah, that's fucking rubbish, mate. I think you've got to be half hipster to be getting into the craft these days. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Um, righto. So we'll go into where we met for the first time. So after we got back from uh, overseas, Cam, we, you had a you had your birthday party, didn't you, Bruss? Yeah, uh, Russell Coit theme. Which one was that? How old were you? When I come, In, when we come back, yeah, what twenty four, <laughs> yeah, something like that. Twenty three, probably. But yeah, Russell Coit theme, mate. After the old Trumpster motherfucker <laughs> came out when he yeah, was just sooling into it. Okay, that was a good Aussie um, theme for coming back from mate, Canada. That was an unreal. We were like shadows, fucking not an ounce of fat on us. <laughs> oh, that was a good walking plan. carcasses. <laughs> yeah, but mate, we cleared a fucking acre of uh, grass near the side of that dam to Trumpster. It got played on repeat that night. Flat didn't, out. Didn't bloody um. I don't remember much of that party, but. <laughs> yeah, when she got real late, didn't some bastard get was wakeboarding or something and each Yeah, shit? he got slung up the bank. Yeah, yeah. And then we said, Are we gonna go find him or Yeah, probably not a good idea, wakeboarding at night. Or was that in the RV? No, she no, was no that was full night. We had the yeah, that floodlight covers most of the dam, but yeah, once dol- you get around that back corner you're if you're right, on Russ, the whip. there's a dolphin torch. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. If you're out on the whip, that bank can creep up on you. Driver of the boats had about a thousand beers too. But yeah, that was that was a good carry on. That's where we met you. You came with Marshy, didn't you? Yeah, Rob, I was probably just having a couple of beers with Marshy. He's like, "Oi, you'd want to come round to a Russell Coit party? You'd be into that." I'm like, "Fucking, I thought I'd be into that." <laughs> <laughs> Who fucking wouldn't be? Into yeah. that? that sounds like a bloody good time to me, mate. Oh, Cal. But yeah, so since then we knew we'd all get along. It was uh, it was a good time all round, to be honest. Um. Righto. So what's been happening in the last week, lads? Has anyone got any fucking any good stories of what's been happening to them or what? I got a bit out of hand on a school night. That's um, not like you. Yeah. Mid <laughs> mid round, not even swing day. But um yeah, the old crab pot, bluff pub, turn one on there. You're a good dog. What yeah, rocked up to work, but oh just domestic violence. Like the old rum. The yeah, they reckon they changed out three quarter uh, forty pounders and then kicked us out. <laughs> But um, <laughs> good on you. But yeah, bring it on sober October. Apparently, yeah. So what are you just making the most of it before? before That's right. Then? Yeah, it'd be a pretty pre-game shot. Big rum pig. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, oi, I've got to tell you boys. I've got to share something with you. I've fucking found a mind-blowing discovery that some blokes wipe their dicks after a piss. Hey, <laughs> I'm not kidding you, man. One of the lads, I'm not going to say where, but one of my mates said when he first got with his missus. He was having a piss and shook his dick like we all do and spun around and come back out. And she goes, she must have been walking past and said, oh, aren't you going to wipe it? Wipe it? And he wipe said, it. fucking wipe it. <laughs> and she goes, yeah, like my brothers when they were growing up were taught to wipe their dicks. Was was his brother's sisters? Or- <laughs> <laughs> but, mate, honestly, I that oh, blew man. my mind and I wanted to ask you blokes, are you willy wipers? Uh, Only in the shower. Really. Hey, if what, you're like a willy a, wiper out there, can you actually get a willy dabber? A, I want to know because it fuck. I've never even heard of that in well, my do you, life. Do you have a big fourie or something? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> big curtain. You need the wiper. Oh, I don't know, mate. The old pump action shotgun. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I don't know, mate. He, uh, but that that actually blew my mind, and it made me think. Like you might wipe your dick, but does that mean you don't shake at all? 
Because that's fuck. Like how, that'd be like not licking your lips after eating a jam donut. Mm. <laughs> yeah, like, you'd have it's been just on. a fucking thing you do, isn't it? Mm. Like dabbing your dick. I'm just not all about it. I that blew me mind. I thought about it the whole night. I was on night shift and it's consumed me. Yeah, I need to write, find out. You write a night off. You know, time. I'm 27 and I've never heard of it. I thought that must have popped up in conversation once in my life, but no. Oh, Dick Dabber. Yeah, Willy Wiper. No, first time I've heard it's right now. Yeah, well, there you go. How fucking loose is that? Yeah, all the best of that bloke and his missus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and his sister. <laughs> and his sister. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that one. And I had to bring up, too, like the other day I was sitting in at the mall, grabbed a feed of the old itchy mucky, and I was sitting on the side and noticed that I love people watching boys. It shits all over bird watching. Like, I was sitting there, I think the missus was off doing something, and uh, I was just sitting there for a good 30 minutes, you know, like, just sitting there having a good look at all these creatures that walk past. I reckon the pick of them must have been one bloke. He cruised past wearing a pair of camo pants and a high-vis vest. Felt like pulling him up and saying, are you trying to be fucking seen or not, mate? <laughs> Special forces for the trolley pushers. <laughs> Dodgiest bloke going. Well. We could honestly start a show where we set up a camera for an hour in Crane Street Mall on a Saturday peak hour and just derate it like oh, narrate it like at, David Attenborough, mate. Sitting up at Jimmy's having a few schooners looking down on that parade. Imagine that. It would appear that there's a decline in normality in today's <laughs> society. This is very worrying indeed. Imagine <laughs> that, bud. <laughs> Every fucker would tune into that. Remember man. me sending that Snapchat to you, and oh mate, she's got the big guts on him, fort built tough shirt, and then holding racing hat on him. <laughs> what a confused motherfucker he pick was. Team, oh mate, just pick, pick a team, Russ. Yeah, oi, who the fuck made sneening something that isn't cool? What sneening? Have Is you that, heard of sneening? Huh? It's where you that was wear jeans. Theme we had on a pub crawl. Yeah, that was good. Jeans and sneakers. So it's where you pair them up. Yeah. All the old blokes wouldn't know this is a thing, but some fucking idiot has made it uncool to wear sand shoes and jeans. So every time someone's wearing them, they cop shit, but it's the most comfy combo you can come across. I remember that night we went clubbing for me pub crawl, sneening. It was the most comfy night of my life. Come yeah, home, yeah. feet weren't sore. I was fucking cutting shapes for 12 hours. Randy Wanless, $12 deals. Yeah, fucking new balance, get it in you. Two-pack white. Yeah. It was fucking smick, bud. Yeah, I don't know. But, um, yeah, that, that, that's all I've got to say about that one. Anyway, that's me, that's me thing there. Um, boys, before we go any further, let's get into a bit of Volando tequila. That's Ooh. right. We'll stick to the motto for the moment. Yeah, let's go, boys. Cheers. Cheers, eh? boys. Cheers, gentlemen. Oh, yeah. That gets you going. Oh, yeah. How's First the time, mate. Kick what the tyres on what like do you the fires, boys. Yeah, what are your thoughts? It's pretty good. Yeah, it kicks the shit over the old uh, red hat. I, I'm not a big fan of the old white tequila, but that I can have. That's real nice. That was nice, wasn't it? Yeah, no, we're uh, big fans of it. We're very impressed with the product. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, yeah, mate, carrying on from last episode, we were talking, talking off air about uh, something you wanted to bring up. Yeah, the boat stories. Yeah, <laughs> the boat yeah. stories. <laughs> yeah, I got a I got a boat story to add to the um to the queue. Hit yeah, us with nice. it, mate. Hit us with it. Down the old Roundhill Creek, seventeen seventy. Old boys uh, fishing trip every year. We do one the start and the end of the barra season. Uh, we all get together. None of us live at Agnes anymore, so we all get together for a week and 
chase a few baths and a few beers along with it, cook up a feed. And <laughs> I brought me little rooftop of one one year because we were a bit short on boats and that, so I was just punching around in it, the old 15 Yammy, <laughs> Yammy Ha. Two-banger? Yeah, two-banger. Yeah, nice. Yeah, she's a bloody girl. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Take then, the regulator out of it? Oh, flat out. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Have that thing pinging. And, um, yeah, she's been a while since I used the old rooftop up. She's got the old um, the bit of plywood bolted to the transom for the motor to bolt to it. Anyway, full of piss, marching up the creek. <laughs> the, the old <laughs> 15 tilt. yammy was flat, Bicky. You couldn't jam more fuel in its mouth if you tried. <laughs> anyway, pulled the old tiller, pushed it left out, and way she fell off the back of me. Oh, um, you yeah, she kidding. fell off the middle of the creek. Was <laughs> it high tide? Yeah. So, did you have the safety rope, Jane? I don't know what the safety rope is, brother. <laughs> so, so I got me the old Milwaukee stereo in a plastic bag because she's just started raining. I think half a half a carton of um, beers left and a carton of rum. None of the boys with me. I was by myself, so I had to throw the anchor out, go swim. Took me about twenty minutes to find it. Swimming down to the bottom, <laughs> marking it up with a mangrove, sighting her in. <laughs> I found it. I grabbed it by the fuel line. Luckily, so I pulled the fuel line off the um, fuel tank and pulled it down. So that's how I found her. Got her back out, and I was like, "Be fucked, I'm." I don't think I'm going to get out of this one other than having a camp up the creek tonight. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I had a, found, looked through my tackle bag and I had a knife and a can of uh, Aeroguard. Couldn't, couldn't pull anything off, so I just pulled the plugs out. No, I couldn't even do that. I didn't even have a shifter. So I just emptied a can of Aeroguard in it and just kept pulling it. And I would have pulled this bastard for about probably nine to 12 rum tins. And transferring that over into minutes, a good hour and a half. Well, it pulled it harder than when the parents stuck out for yeah. an hour when you were 14. Yeah. <laughs> well, I had a bit on. <laughs> anyway, oh. she eventually fired. I'm like, you beauty, she's starting to dry out. <laughs> so I fired her up after, yeah, a couple more rum tins. Got her going, went back up the creek, anchored up, kept fishing. You're what kidding fuck me. All? <laughs> Mate, how's that for fucking resilience? That is commitment. Oh, I've yeah. had a wet liner before and just given up after about 20 <laughs> clicks. And that you're telling me you've, you've deep sea dived and grabbed your fucking outboard from the bottom. Yeah, well, I had plenty of beer, so I'd, I didn't have anywhere to be other than here. That's a good call as well, so you may as well just pull, pull, pull and pull. Yeah. Right, Keep pulling, boys. <laughs> Mate, that's fucking, that's probably one of the best I've heard. You've yeah, sunk it, got it going. Or what? Just tell the. How do you even start that chat with the boys? Oh, What's I been got, going on, boys? Got, oh yeah, sunk the outboard, got it going. They'd be like, "Fuck off, mate." <laughs> <laughs> you know, they actually found me midway through. Yeah. Thought I was joking. Kept Mid on route. marching. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just pulling this bastard up the creek. They thought it was funny. Could have used a spare shoulder. Yeah. A couple of hours later, I get back to camp. What happened to you? Oh, well, if you stopped and said hello, mate, you wouldn't know fuck about it, wouldn't you? <laughs> Oh, fuck. Ken, that, yeah. Metrum, that is, I reckon, the best I've heard boat-wise <laughs> stories, man. That is unreal. Cam, you've got one to share, yeah, don't you? Yeah, I didn't get it out last episode, hence the blackout menace. Yeah, good on you. But, um, yeah, a couple of us went out to Canyon Gorge, meant to be yeah, a bit of a boys' weekend and um, a bit of red claw and a bit of wakeboarding and that. And, um, yeah, mate's fired me to platey. We thought it was a good idea about 1 o'clock that morning to um, 
Yeah, go red claw and go check the pots. So we've thrown in. And because uh, it's a gorge, this is my predicament why we fucked up, is, um, yeah, the GPS just did not pick up too many points and we've just um, 25 knots bounced off about three gum trees. Oh. Straight up the bank. Old mate come out of the boat, ripped up his hand a bit. Um, the driver, yeah, smacked his nose up on the dash. I drove my shin into the esky. But, um, yeah, the funniest part of that is we were stuck on this bank for about five and a half hours waiting for mates to get off night shift to come out with a tinny to give us a hand to pull us off this bank. <laughs> so she would have been the old bank party, unintended. Yeah plenty, yeah, plenty of piss, but I'll keep. Ah, uh, yeah, we did have a few tins with us, and oh, that was back when I um, yeah, had a few sports sticks, so um, punched a few of them out. So, moral of the story here, guys: keep your eskies full. Yeah, keep your eskies full. Yeah, that's right. Because there isn't a problem if you can stay hydrated. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Slip, slop, slap. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually forgot a ripper about boat crashes last the couple of things ago as well. I um. I was with my ex-missus. This would have been oh, probably five, six years ago now. Um, we were going over to Lady Musgrave Island on one of the big boats, leaving uh, Agnes or 1770. I'm not going to say which one. But um, anyway, we went over there for the day, you know, had a pretty good day snorkeling and fuck-assing around, going doing a bit of fishing. Anyway, we were punching at home, and she's sort of asleep on my shoulder, and I decided to sit right up the front of the boat, right? Right up the front. It was calm, as we are just cruising home. I'm looking around, right, and we're coming in. You've got to take a sharp right-hand turn as you come into the bay at, um, at 1770 there. I don't know if anyone else has been there. I'd say a few of you have. Anyway, uh, we're coming there, and we're, we, keep, we keep going towards the headland, and I'm thinking, fucking hell, we're just charging it. I'm going, oh, he's going to turn soon. And I'm going, no, hasn't turned yet. And I'm thinking, this fucking channel must be right along the rocks. What size boat are we talking? Like a big fucker. Like a d- double story, fucking sit along the seats, fucking how you going, eat your dinner on it, sort of shit. Yeah, she's half a twenty meters. <laughs> yeah, long, she's not. The, she's not the bit of tin bud. And anyway, I'm, I'm at the front though. Everyone's fucking around. I'm looking around back behind me. Everyone's laughing and shit. It got to the point where I said, "We're fucking crashing," and I woke her up. I said, "Oi!" She looked around like, "Oh, like looking for a whale." I said, "Nah, nah, fucking hold on to that sh- holy shit rail in front of you." <laughs> And our mate has just ploughed into the headland. I'd shit you not, we went in a straight line for fucking 500 metres and just belted into it full be- full pace. Yeah, and I'm go. going, what the fuck? Like, just before we hit it, they go, brace for impact. <laughs> 20 fucking, out. Yeah, bud. But I've shit myself for 200 metres, like, watching it coming. Everyone else, it was a surprise. I watched the whole thing in slow motion. So I'm going, what the fuck is going on here? And they're like, oh, I think the steering might have failed. I said, what about the fucking throttle? Full of thrusters. Did it fucking fail, mate? We just charged that cunt full of bell. <laughs> anyway, so they've got us all. Once it's all settled down, I'm still losing me shit. What, like, did you just what? climb the headland and get the fuck out of there? Well, or pretty much, but they go, righto, everyone to the back of the boat. <laughs> so we've all got, like, this is heaps of people. We're all at the back of this boat putting weight at the back and they're trying to reverse it off the fucking rocks. But she was stuck, mate, because he's hit her at fucking oh, full Bicky. <laughs> and they, so we had to get shuffled by these fucking little tinnies all the way back to the headland, and I was blowing up the whole time going, are you fucking serious? Did he die up there or what? <laughs> was he fucking he's alive? Or what? He must have been off his, yeah, off his head, mate, because 
Yeah, it was fucked. Anyway, the paper come out a couple of days later, and you know what it said? It said a rogue wave <laughs> hit the boat and sent it into the headland. A rogue land. It was as flat as a shit carter's hat. <laughs> was it? Fucking oath, mate. There wasn't a ripple. It was like a Wonga Dam on a fucking smooth day, man. And anyway, the fucking, they've given me a ring. It was like someone from the paper. They said, would you be willing to talk about it? I said, fuck yeah, I would, mate. That's a load of shit. What got put in that thing? And uh, anyway, they go, oh, yeah, we'll get you to come in. I said, no, 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 I'm not going anywhere. Fuck that. I said, you can come to me, but I'm like, I don't give a shit that much about it. But, yeah, how fucking loose is that, man? Yeah, that's wild. Just charge the fucking headland. Like that's a, a big jail. call when they said the steering broke and then you just plow straight into Oh, it. Well, well, that's that's sort of what they were coming up. The steering might have failed, and that's when I said, oh, what about the fucking throttle? Because we didn't slow down. We just drilled it. Yeah, I've heard but, a few yeah. wild stories about that mob. Yeah, oh, yeah, the same <laughs> mob, eh? Yeah. We won't name the name, though. Nah, we won't. But, uh, yeah, mate, that, that, that was my one anyway. We missed a few the other day. Um, carrying on with the with the boat situation... Do you know there's always that myth where bananas on boats are bad luck, boys? Have you ever had any experiences yeah. with it or do you reckon it's true or what? Um, oh, where actually we go out in the northwest. Um, well, I'm missing out this year, but um, the last couple of years I've been going out in the northwest and uh, the mother-in-law should be off me for saying this, but uh, yeah, brought bananas and they were upper because they had a couple of shit days fishing. Oh, yeah. And they it come out on the boat, I think. It's probably the first, second time I've buried her. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the, yeah, the boys are upper, I think. Yeah, the fish weren't on for so a couple it, of days. But that's my it. only experience. So you reckon it does affect it? Yeah, so definitely, I reckon. Yeah, I, right. I actually know a bit of origin of the old banana on the boat. Oh, please share. So back in the day, so they reckon, when they were carting fruit and cows and whatever else they were pulling in, bananas have some chemical in them that set off all the other fruit. So if you notice at home, you put your bananas with something that's not ripe, it'll ripen them faster. Ripen I always yeah. put them next yeah, to the yeah. avocados, mate. Yeah. So the bananas go off first and they set all the other fruit and veg off. Yeah. So that's why they're bad on a boat. So we shouldn't put them on this table, otherwise Cam would get blind quicker. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need that. Go off quicker. Yeah. <laughs> mate, thanks for that. That's probably the first thing our listeners have learnt since we've started. So that's... <laughs> Good on you. That's fucking. Well, they're already over it and going. What are these idiots on about? Yeah, probably. But no, I haven't really had any experience with bananas myself. But yeah, I just thought it. Yeah, you just don't eat them with a bit of eye contact, and you're good. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, if you're going to eat a banana around a bunch of blokes, snap pieces off and eat them. Don't just deep throat it. Knife and fork. That's right. I've always got my camera out for when someone pulls a banana out at work, (laughs) ready to watch and just down it. Because you only have to get a photo still shot, and it looks like they're just hoeing into it. (laughs) Looks like. Like Headbutt in the base. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, that's awesome. Boys, I wanted to go into a bit of a footy chat. So this year, you know, it was a bit of a rough year as a Queenslander. But what, what fucking shit me, boys, is the amount of New South Wales blokes that are residing in Queensland at the moment. It's fucking sickening. Like, I remember wearing my Queensland jersey. And we're in central Queensland, the fucking heartland of rugby league. And I've got some grub yelling out middle of the day, fucking up the blues. I was like, are you fucking lost, mate? Like, where do you think you are, brother? Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah they flee from their fucking little land of the bloody cold. Le- land of the Rona. Here. Yeah. Oh, Blackwater the other day, we weren't working, 100 tonne crane. What's this thing just hanging from the top in Queensland? Rural Australia. 
Lee's flag. I was off it, just going, who's responsible for this? That, that's, that's a flogging, mate. That's oh. a crib room flogging. That's, I, I remember the day after. This is one of our most severe origin defeats. It was the first game of this year, I remember, and we went down for brekkie, mate. I was an emotional wreck. And anyway, here's this bloke comes wandering in to have dinner after the severe Queensland loss to Brecky, wearing his New South Wales shirt. He is just asking to be coward punched by an emotional Queenslander mate. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Like, I wasn't going to coward him, but there's, there'd be one bloke who was feeling that dirty. Oh, yeah. You know, it's fucking oh, – he had some balls, the bloke. I've got if to give I, him that. If but. I seen him, I would ask him to turn around so I could have belted him one. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Don't you look at me, mate. <laughs> it should be illegal as well for someone born in Queensland to support New South Wales. Mm, I agree. You should exactly. actually be fined. Like they should. Well, the rules are already there. How you play for them? You so. should have to show your birth certificate if you're wearing mm. a New South Wales jersey mm. in Queensland. I love that because I'll get a few grubs going. Yeah, mm. fuck them, mate. Fuck them. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, they're grubs. Sit to piss. There's only one thing I hate more than a bloody cockroach bastard. What's that? <laughs> Is someone <laughs> who sits on the fence and he follows the winner. Oh, uh, what is what the fuck's that? Because to an extent, you can respect that they're cockroach pieces of shit. At, at least scum. At least that, like they are scum. Yeah, but they're but tried least, and true. Scum. At least they're rugby league. Yeah, like hard. They'll never have the passion that Queensland do, and that gets them riled up. They don't understand, and you never will. But that's all right. Settle down, boys. Yeah. You little grubs. <laughs> Someone's got to be second. Exactly. Someone has got to be second. <laughs> Eight in a row, <laughs> eight in a row. But uh, yeah. Anyway, finishing on with that. But yeah, it's just I just find it crazy how they're all here. I don't know where the rest of them are. I don't know if where that's all they got. Yeah. Anyway, we'll give them. We'll give them a couple. We got to keep it interesting, you know. Mm. Worst team. Uh, worst team in forty years last year, wasn't it? That yeah. we dusted them with. Yeah, boy. Yeah, that was nice. Um. Anyway, we'll, we'll move on, boys. Um. Mitchum. You grew up in the country, mate, as a young fellow. Like half, half and half. Half and half? Mm. You did a fair bit of your time in the country, though? Yeah, I was born in Cairns. Yeah, right. Uh, we used to live up in the Gulf a bit. Yeah. little old town called Mount Surprise. Just yeah, right. um, out west of Atherton sort of joint, just near Georgetown. Yep. So. Mount Surprise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah Every time so. you got fed was at a Run me through the joint. Run every, me. Time, every time you saw a new girl, it was a surprise. <laughs> yeah. she, there wasn't much to us. She, I think when I went to the school there, there was oh, 11, I think, from preschool to grade seven or something. Yeah, right. How many family members you got? Oh, I didn't have many at the time. That's good. <laughs> One brother, so she was hard picking. Oh, that, oh that's good, yeah. That's so good. what What do you think, mate, with the big, like, you know, is there any positives or negatives mainly that you liked or didn't like about growing up and, oh, well, not growing up the whole time, but if you moved to a little country town, like, is there anything you liked about it or? Honestly, I loved it all. Yeah, um, nice. Being out, out in the bush, away from everyone, yeah. doing your thing, work, living off the land. Yeah, good stuff. I guess the only probably negative out of it would be, not being able to do your sports. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's why the old boy moved us back into town, is so me and my brother could um, go and do our footy and our cricket and our blah, blah, blah. Back yeah, in the, yeah, back in sure. the cans. Yeah. Mate, no, that, no, um... we, we moved to uh, actually Fraser Island after that. Oh, true. <laughs> yeah, well, Mackay, then Fraser. Bringing but, up sports, that's, mate. That's cool. At the school itself, like, you would have been the top dog on sports day, though, wouldn't you? Like, you would have been like Usain Bolt, just <laughs> fucking belting everyone. <laughs> Well, I, there was one hey, year there, champion. I think I was the only bloke in his grade. 
Oh, true. So why was the man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, that's that's my only thing I could think of. That, like, did you actually going back a couple of episodes ago? We talk about the hot box. Growing up in country towns, did you used to get into the hot boxes of treat every now and again, or what? It's she was the old. I think she was might have been the Mrs. Max, or maybe even the four and twenty. Yeah, the old. Um, she was the pie job. In yep. the hot box. I don't think there was – I was a young fella then, but yep. I don't think there was much else but than that. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. You got a pie and a can of Coke. True, yeah, That's right, yeah, I'm around that, bruss. Yeah. Mag yeah, a bag nice. and a fucking candy. Yeah, yeah, good. The old candy. <laughs> the candy. <laughs> oh, don't get us started on the old candy, mate. Big call there. What a strong if you haven't had a candy. <laughs> yeah, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> bit, of, bit of Australian ingenuity. Uh, yeah, oh, that's unreal. Hey, uh, what about boys? Do you think an alpha bloke needs to own a pair of thongs, or just being a bloke in general? Bloke in general. To me, 100%. like an Australian, if you're an Australian, you fucking own a pair of thongs. What do you reckon? You got to have thongs. You do have. To what have else? And you got to be able to do a hundred meter sprint, no dramas. What yeah. in them? Oops. I don't well, know. Yeah. I normally flick them off the first three strides and then come back and get them. I can do everything in them. Both on that Aussie. Fucking hell. Fuck yeah. these cunts and these slides. Oh, but oh mate. Slides. I think that's a more cool. That's, that's what's called a thong. Yeah. Nah, it's. Yeah, I've got no, nothing no. to say about slides. I don't want to give them any more airtime. Nah, that's right. Let's move on. Fuck off <laughs> with your slides. Louis Vuitton. Fuck off. Oh, yeah, right. I copy that. Um, <laughs> mate, Mitchum, one of the good things about growing up in the country, mate, and something that I reckon is unreal as well, is a bit of bull riding brass. You know, yeah, like you, you've been right into your bull riding, man. How how did you get first introduced to that, and what's it all about, bro? Well, when actually going back to when I lived in Mount Surprise, well, oh, early thousand, I think I was, I don't know, five, four, yep. six, something like that. The fella there, um, Dallas Steel, we used to, uh, he used to kick around a bit, rented the house office, like one of the rooms out of the house off the oldies for a bit there. Anyway. He was a ringer at Mount Surprise Station. He rode bulls. He could play guitar. He was my idol, like, at that time. I was like a little puppy dog following him around. Yep. And, yeah, I was always just wanted to be like him. Actually, um, named me first um, kid after Dallas. Um, that's where we come up with Dallas Rose for my daughter. Yeah, you so, go. Um, yeah, so I always wanted to be like him. And then after we left there, we lived in – we were a bit townish. Lived in a couple of towns and never got the opportunities. But, yep. um, yeah, and then when I got the opportunity, I jumped on it and was into it flat out for a fair few years there and yeah, I met some unreal. group of mates in it. and yeah, it would have been some wild times, bro, oh, touring and doing the radios and shit. Like how, how old were you when, you when you sort of give it up or what ages were you when you were getting into it? Oh, I started fairly late for when you're getting into that sort of sport. So yep. I'd not much good on a horse or anything. I used to ride bulls and that. I wasn't much good at that either. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I got in that a go at it. Um I was about 16, 17 when I started um, and, yeah, followed it around flat out, tried juggled that between my footy, which was stupid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mate, that honestly, I reckon it's unreal to watch. Like there must be a fucking screw loose there for you blokes who want to get on bulls. Like to see an animal that weighs up to a ton and half the time wants to maul you and think, might go sit on that. <laughs> yeah. Holy fuck, man. Like it's it's full on, but 
How entertaining is it, seriously? Like, even if you're not into rodeos. And oh, like and shit, adrenaline rush. If you, yeah, if you got oh. fuck all on, you go to the local rodeo, mate, sit on the pig pen, put your foot up on the fence and poke your head through and watch old mate try and hold on for eight. It's fucking good. It's unreal, mate. Like, yeah. you cover one. Like, no, I wasn't any anything too flash to brag about and whatever, but I love the sport, true and true, deep to me heart. Yeah, yeah, that's and sick, mate. I did cover a few, even if they were a bit sloppy and that, and you land on your feet and walk back and you don't get busted up, she's a better feeling than riding your cook on a Saturday night, I tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> as good as that is. <laughs> what, about, um, what about, mate, like with the helmet and the cowboy hat? So what's the go there? Is is it a pride thing or is it a thing where, like, they go, nah, I, I want to wear my cowboy hat and I'm not putting a helmet on? Because, like, you know, why do they not wear a helmet sometimes? Nowadays she's a bit of a rule, but back when oh, I was yeah. doing it, it was a pride thing. Yeah, yeah. So well, that's I was what... like, I'm a cowboy. I ain't wearing no helmet. Yeah, I want to get me face yeah. smashed in. Yeah, and I, I kiss <laughs> the back of a couple of heads, and I'm pretty lucky to have a good teeth full of smile here. Yeah, and, yeah. But there nowadays, I think uh, up until opens, you got to wear a helmet. Yeah, right. Yeah, and then I'll... you can choose to be a hero afterwards. Yeah, so when, if you're riding open balls, we'll go hard, old son. So. Yeah, right. Mm. Yeah, I reckon the, yeah, I did a couple of practice bull rides back in the day at Calliope and um, snuck out, sorry, mum and dad, up to Great Western a couple of times. And, um, yeah, definitely they'll throw on the helmet on you every time. Mentioning that, do you remember that bloke from TAFE, Morton from the Biggerton Council? <laughs> yeah, bud. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, when we um we got him onto the ball at Great Western. Yeah, yeah. Like couldn't afford anything, so you just oh, mate, him yeah. a bit of piss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We that's prime. We got we we're at the TAFE, bro. We we're at the TAFE. Yeah. And anyway, it was a you Wednesday, got to do his voice. Wednesday night. Oh, I can't even remember. Oh, he had the testy blowouts. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, this bloke, man, old uh, Morton from fucking where was he? Bigger than Morton, bigger than bigger than council, mate. The diesel fitter. Shout out to Morton, fucking legend. <laughs> Morton or Morton? No, One Lawton. Day Morton. His name was Lawton. Oh, anyway, Lawton, Lawton Ferris. We fucking um. <laughs> he, 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 <laughs> anyway. Hey mate, he's a fucking legend. This bloke, all the best. Anyway, he come in, come into the fucking into the TAFE, and he um, he was sitting there. And Wednesday nights, man, was the was the great Western practice rides. Yeah, Wednesday right Fridays, in the of, right in the middle of TAFE, um, uni night, um. Those I'm not going to go into too much trouble there. <laughs> Those were the days, boys. But yeah, man, we, we went down there and we said, mate, um, if you get on a bull, we'll shout your, shout your entry and we'll shout your piss all night. He went, yeah, right, I'll jump on the bastard. <laughs> <laughs> so we were fucking pumped, mate. Here's about 17 delinquents just hanging over the fence, no one else there, <laughs> just agony. Monty had this helmet on, mate, shaking like a dog, shivering, razor blade, like just... <laughs> Shit in his pants, and he's just come out, mate. Pretty sure he was holding on with two hands, just fucking getting kicked back. And they used to be rats too, and they'd just run all the scum. But mate, this bloke was an absolute legend. Just held on for the boys. Fucking got flicked off. Come got on the piss afterwards, man. But it wasn't wasn't just the one Wednesday, was it? It was a couple. Uh, No, no, it was just one. Oh, was it? It was just one. Yeah, we all we all got around it. But yeah, that was funny as fuck, man. That was the best part about me, Tafe. Wednesday, yeah. Fridays was practice. Mate, like I don't remember entry. the amount of times I crawled across that lawn after Wednesday <laughs> night at fucking oh, uh, yeah. Flamingos. You got this drink card, man. No, Flamingos was open back then. Uni, yeah, yeah. Oh, not for oh, me. Well, you, were, you were fucking, you did your apprenticeship when you were seven. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, yeah. We had the 30, yeah, 30. Mate, I, I didn't even go to TAFE, I should say, up there. I just come up every fucking Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thirsty Thursday through to fucking Friday. Sleeping yeah, in the cupboards. I'm back day. to Bowie's on the Saturday. I think we got too excited. I think we got banned from Flamingos for a year. Oh, I was up there for that too. Mm. Yeah, I, don't I wish really... I could talk the details and bag you. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. But no. Yeah, don't. I don't really remember. I yeah, just remember trying bucks to get in there. Ten, oh, I don't know what it I remember was. trying to get in there the next week, and I said, mate, you're banned for a year. Did you and get like, into the – was the studio too when that <laughs> opened when you were there? Um, yeah, it was called Studio 2. Um, giddy Goat. Yeah, above too, the Giddy. That wasn't too good on a Wednesday night. That was more your Saturdays. Yeah, that was yeah. – No, she was the good on a Wednesday. Oh, what the studio? When oh. I was doing my tape. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah but anyway, it was it the Giddy Goat you. now up there Yeah, yeah Rock there's Vegas? Not, there's, too many, there's not too many midweek carry-ons like that around these days. <laughs> it anyway. doesn't happen. It was a fucking ripper. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Fucking uh, my only bull riding experience – is like I remember the old potty rods, meant to be potty rods as a kid. You know, you, you've outgrown the sheep. You want to step it up a notch. Dad, I want to ride a potty. Right, eh? So it was me and me, mate. <clears throat> we wanted to fucking uh, jump on the jump on the calves, the potty rods. And we've walked up. We put the names in. We've stood next to these things, mate, and they're fucking Brahmin steers. Like these things had a bit of stink in them. And I'm going, <laughs> fuck this. I don't want to do it, Dad. And he's like, you're fucking doing it. You put your name forward, you're doing it. Ah, fuck, right, eh? So anyway, they've put me on there. They got a bloke holding its head and one holding its tail because these things are <laughs> fucking big, mate. Anyway, they've opened the gate and it's just kicked out about three times. I'm holding on for dear life. Got flicked off, stood all over, cried. Come third and won fifty bucks. And that's me only uh, bull riding experience, boys. So you're a champ. <laughs> I do better from the pig pen. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Boys, something else that's fucking manly and that we're all pretty passionate about is smoking meat. Oh, yeah. I fucking love smoking meat, lads. Mitchum, I see you, mate. I've picked up a few things off you, actually, with the smoking meat. How did, how did you get into it, bruss? Like, what? Talk well, us through it. I just always love me cooking, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a bit the same, mate. The you old boy, he You can tell from me guts. He did the cooking <laughs> in our family, the old boy, so mm. I was always bloody following him around. Yep, like the old boys are diesel fitter too, so that's where that come from. And yeah, I've always <laughs> helped with the cook and done it, and then experimented with it, and yeah, so yeah. on. No, good stuff. It's fucking unreal, isn't it? Like, yeah. uh, you know, with smoking meat, like women don't understand why men love it. <sighs> it's an excuse to have a have a drink, have a beer, chill out for long periods of time. You can you go? Oh, sorry, darling, got to keep an eye on these ribs. Yeah, got to watch. It's them almost ribs. an excuse you can knock out fucking. Twelve tens. I'll just wait for it to finish cooking. Yeah, babe, I don't want it to get away on me. It's fucking playing up a bit <laughs> well, today. And you've got, got to be here every 45 minutes to check on it. Yeah, that's it. Well, when you first start, it's not minutes till it's cooked. It's cans. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> when you first start, that's yeah, she's, right. She's about 16 subbies, boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly right. But um, we sort of wanted to like go into the three different types. Like if someone was thinking about getting a smoker or getting into smoking themselves, you know, we want to go into the three different types. Now, there's a million different types of actual like types Brands of smokers, and, yeah. but Brands, we're talking like right, there's yeah. charcoal, gas, and electric. That basically. So we're going to sort of go through a few of those things. So for charcoal boys, like the positives for charcoal, best like, smoke flavor. Yeah, like yeah, I've, I've got here no sure. mechanical or electrical parts, so it's very reliable. It's a fire, but you're yeah. chasing that it's, heat. Yeah, but that's that's we're talking positives here. Oh, Negatives, positives, Nelly. <laughs> Chill out, mate. <laughs> Jump the gun there. Yeah, jump the fucking gun. Getting aggressive. 
Sorry, I haven't got too many pros, but I haven't had the experience in it yet. But for me, man, it's something primal and manly about having a big offset charcoal smoker and being able to use it well. Like Even, getting your fire going, controlling it all day and just pulling off the smickest bit of meat ever. It's caveman stuff. Like it is. Fire, it's primal, meat. mate. That's exactly. Right. Fire, meat, women, salad. <laughs> Club. <laughs> Club beer. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like, mate, I'll just eat the meat any day. Like, that's not our – is that – like, it, it probably sounds sexist, but that is that a thing? We focus on the meat, like yeah. doing the meat, and then that's there. And they, they don't get any credit either, the poor things. Like, you sit there after a big cook and everyone's drilling the meat. It's like, like – yeah. about that lettuce? Fuck. Yeah. Not bad. <laughs> not bad. Bit of ice, bird. <laughs> but, yeah, um, but like you said, Mitchum – the old charcoal, mate, it does create the most intense smoke flavour. Oh, and yeah. one other thing, you can take it wherever you like. You know what I mean? You don't need a gas bottle. You don't need power. You can take it wherever as long as you've got some charcoal or some bits of wood, you know. You yeah. can, Normally you it's can a bit it. heavier than the other two, but. Negative. All right, I haven't got a positive yet. <laughs> right, now we're on the negatives. Off you go, Cam. Yeah. Far away, son. Get into it. All right, I do want to make one one day, but I don't know. I um, definitely am all about what I've got. Yeah, like they, they are the hardest to master or use. So, like, you know, if you were getting right into it, unless you did your research and tech right out on it, it is it does take a bit of time. We're still it? talking about charcoal. Yeah, yeah, we're doing the negatives now. Very Cam's time, favourite. Time-consuming. Time-consuming. They are time-consuming. Like, they do – they require the most attention while cooking. And you if, know, you've so got, if you go out and buy, like, a cheaper – um, one like Aldi, whatever, yeah, or make yeah, your yeah. own out of like thin walled steel, or whatever. Yeah, you got to keep that fire stoked. Yeah, the insulation is great, eh? Yeah, so you got to you got to sit there and you got to drink beers watching it. Yeah, there's no way around it. Which honestly, it's probably why a lot of blokes like them. Oh, it's not bad. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so you can't set and forget it. You got to stay close by, pretty exactly much. Right. But honestly, lads, like you can do you can do some great stuff in a minute. It pulls off the best flavor. Oh, hundred percent. Right, so moving on to gas. We're going to do positives first, Kim. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't had much experience in gas. So, well, I've got to gas myself. Um, for me, like it's close to set and forget. It's not quite. Like the one that I've got probably isn't the best insulated one. So, you, you know. Can, with some gas, you can set it. Yeah, yeah, you definitely can. But if, I'm more talking if it's outside and the wind's howling and it's playing with the flame a bit. Yep. You know, it can, it can affect the heat a bit as well as if the walls are thin it can, and it can affect it. So explain like um, how you actually get your smoke out of it because your gas is just yeah, so your pretty, flame. Pretty much a gas smoker. You have an upright like vertical box like a file cabinet, picture that, and you've got one ring burner underneath. Above that you've got a tray that you put your wood chips in and then above that you've got a, um, a, water, a water tray and then your racks above that. So it's simple as it just puts flame on the wood. Your wood actually smokes. And, uh, yeah, it does that. So you actually get a good level of smoke can be produced. Not as good as a uh, as the charcoal, but better than the electric. Yeah. Like, like as the, the proper smoke. Um, you know, again, it's simple mechanical parts used. So if something goes wrong, it's pretty simple to identify it. You know, you got to get gas from here to there and light it. Exactly. That's one pretty positive thing about it. You can take them anywhere as well. Like I quite often take it up to the old boys' place, chuck it in the back, put the gas bottle in, and off I go. Yeah, if you're bloody belting out the shack with the boys. Yeah, exactly, man. It's pretty. It's pretty easy to go. Like take it where you want. Um, if you've got a barbecue already, you've got a gas bottle. You know what I mean? So free fuel. And if you're an alpha bloke, you got a gas bottle. Oh, you do. If you don't, oh, you're not. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Or the yeah, old Ziggy. Weber. What about the Zigs? Yeah. Nah. 
<laughs> no. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, we will. Yeah, Weber, can, um, Weber. You can pick up a decent one for like I've got that Hark smoker, man. It's pretty good. You can pick it up for a few hundred bucks. You know, it's pretty easy to clean as well. And what maintain. are the elite of the gas? Those Bradleys or something? Are they? Oh, I don't know, mate. I don't really look at the elite. I'm a Bunnings man. Needed <laughs> by ten percent. Love a bit of Bunnings, but but I find anyway. Like this is my wrap on them. It's a good mix between charcoal and electric. You know, it's an easy to use while producing a fair bit of smoke. I like being able to sit back and have a few beers and tweak things here and there, but know that for the most part they stay pretty good. Actually, you know what another, I mean? like, another con for the old gas, the reason I went electric for one of mine other than gas is you can run out of gas. Yes, exactly. That is a con, and we're going on to so negatives set now. But forget that, is, that is right. If you're you not got, weighing your gas bottle. Yeah, pick it up, do a couple of bicep curls with it before you start. If it's light, fucking think about it because that's spot on. Once you run out of that, it, you can't reset the power and keep it going. She's fucking end of the story. How do you bro. check your gas bottle? You boil the kettle, don't you, and pour it over the gas bottle Mate, and an see alpha, where it's cold? An yeah. alpha bloke knows when it's fucking empty. Yeah. You lift it. You lift you it. Replace it. You lift it and know from experience. I'm just trying to, for the betas. No, we're not about betas. <laughs> no, fuck the betas. But <laughs> yeah. No, you lift it. You lift it and you know from experience if it's... I was oh, just trying to get a bit of science behind you just fucking up me. Right? Oh, and definitely. if you don't know, you're going to have half a dozen half-empty bottles out the back. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> a shit no, bit of meat. Actually, that's one for the betas, actually, if you want to bring betas into it. Is, uh, I, I picked up a while ago a small one for camping, like a uh, 4.5, I think it is. Yep. And I've got that there. Or so you can run out of your gas completely and just quickly change it over. Like the old sub tank in the Exactly, cruiser. Exactly, man. You pick that up, that's a good tip. Have it there. That way you can use all of your gas instead of – because I'm a shocker for going, fuck, that seems a bit light and just going to get it changed, where yeah. you might have fucking five cooks left in it, mm. you know. But, um, yeah, but ne- yeah, negatives of it, you definitely can run out of it mid-cook. And I've found with mine – mine's not the most elite version, but depending on the weather conditions – and, like, the isol- uh, insulation of it, the temp can wander a bit, you know, like when it, when it's blowing and shit like that. But, mate, Cam, you've got – admission, you've got an electric one as well, eh? Yeah, i like got we're the Traeger. Get, we're yeah, getting, same, Russ. So we're getting into electrics. The elite. <laughs> Traeger, baby. <laughs> so, like, pretty much the positives for electric, it's great for beginners, like, because it's easy temp. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. It's no, the no. gas man. No, no, but yeah, it is. It's, it's set and forget. But it is. It's, it's easy – to, like temp control, you can set it, forget. It's great for really long cooks like a brisket. Because to be honest with you, I'm pretty new to the game still. I haven't tried a brisket yet because I haven't given myself 12 hours that I can literally stay in one area on my days off. There's you know a bit of I mean? a cheating code, but. What's that? Like once, I got a bit of a half rule. Once, after about an hour, your meat stops absorbing smoke because yeah. it seals, crusts off, and whatever. Yeah, yeah. So if you time lapse, wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. What at the start? No, give it that hour smoke so I can suck the smoke and then wrap her up and that'll speed the process up and make it tender faster. Do you reckon all the smoke gets in the first hour and it won't do any more difference? Well, after that hour, the meat starts to harden and get a crust on it. It's not going to absorb any more smoke. Yeah, no, I'm more meaning for like when I'm talking about the temps um, going a bit weird with the wind and shit like that. You know, like with an electric, at least you can set the temp. And if you've got something on, you've got to go do for an hour. Like, Cam, the other day we did that pulled pork, mate. We went into town for fucking well, five hours, but... Thought I'd burn the house down with that corkscrew, <laughs> just feeding pellets. Yeah, out. like f- five hours we were away and she just cooked like a, a weapon. And yeah. that's that's one of the massive positives about um, electric yeah, I've, smokers. I've man. got nothing 
banged a lump of meat in, gone to work. Yeah. And come back. How good's that? Hard to get the cook to buddy and give a bit of a spritz at lunchtime, but yeah, she come good. Unreal, eh? Well, yeah, I, I set mine on fire on my um, engagement party, didn't clean it. But Did anyway. you let it run empty? Because i done that too. Exploded oh, it. Oh, just, yeah, it's just flamed everywhere. No, but I, I don't want to sound like I'm against it though, because that's my next one. Like, I'm going to upgrade to an electric. I'm just more talking any sort of positive and negative to someone who's looking at buying one, you know? Mm. Um, get an electric. But. <laughs> And one other good thing about them, they often comes with like probes and that that you can yeah. put into the meat that reads off of that unit. Oh, yeah, you can Bluetooth it from yeah. the office. Well, Bluetooth, that's your your higher end ones, yeah, if you want to like spend a heap on a Traeger or... Well, they, or, mine come with two probes and you yeah. can jam them in. Yeah, yeah. like that's... I that's had two, my dog chewed one. So yeah. like if you're looking to, if you want to spend a bit, you don't want to spend a bit, you want to look like to get into it, then electric is definitely the way to go. If you want to sit back, have a few beers and know that it's just going to fucking hook in, eh? But there is a couple of negatives out it, uh, about it. Um, is there? Yeah, there is, mate. You always need power to use it. So if That's you right. want to, yeah, if yeah. you're out at the shack or if you're out somewhere camping or something like that, you can't just chuck it in. Unless you've got a generator, you probably could. Or an inverter. But if the power goes not. out, you 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 know, which isn't often. Like often I'm just thinking of anything that we can say. That's right, yeah. Um, it doesn't burn as hot as the other two or produce as much smoke. Like, you get enough yeah. smoke flavour out of it. No, like, it, it actually produces more smoke than you would expect because yeah. I, I thought that too. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't get as hot. I think it gets as hot just as just at the mid-level of an oven, like 220 or Is something. Is it harder to get the smoke ring using a <sighs> – no? No. Yeah, right. You'd oh, well, be surprised. That's bullshit then, ladies and gentlemen. You'd be surprised how much smoke the old Lecky Traeger puts into them. Yeah, that's no, unreal. Nothing what like what brand have you got? Traeger. I don't know. Pro 22 or? I have no idea. That's what mine is. It was about two grand or something. Oh, yeah. You're a bit above me. You can't be. Yeah. Didn't you 13. win it in a raffle, Mitchum? No, the, the Komodo, the charcoal one I won. Oh, yeah. Nice. That was, I was stoked about that. Yeah, you would have been pretty pumped about that, bro. Yeah. That's unreal. Right, boys. So we sort of run through a few of the positives and negatives of those. So pretty much just like listen to those and see what you're into. But you can do it. Anything's good. Um, what have you got for beginners, Mitchum? Like, for like, what what to do and what to um what to smoke? Like, I for me, man, I reckon the good old snag is just Ooh, a yeah. winner, isn't it? You can turn a two dollar cold snag or Woolies, whatever, into a twenty dollar sausage. You can, can't you? Like, you could sell <laughs> you snagging could, or sausage. You could set up at the markets, mate, and sell them as a premium and fucking bratwurst. And I've I've smoked your high end like your butcher snags or even your homemade ones like I know farmers that do their own snags and yep. and put the goods in them and the cheap nasties you get more out of smoking them than you do with the good ones because the good ones are good to sear them up and get them yeah yeah that's right where the cheap ones they'll suck in all yeah because they haven't got any crazy flavour and they take on that fucking hickory dickory dog yeah exactly like right. all the fucking whatever <laughs> flavour you put yeah. with them you know it's fucking good right. shit um. One thing I wanted to bring up, like bring up boys, is fucking uh, like in America and that they got all those smoke houses and barbecue joints and that. There is fucking nowhere anyway in rural Australia. Like, where the fuck are they all? Brizzy. Love, There's like, a couple yeah. in Brizzy. Is you there? see them in the big towns. I yeah, blue, bluegrass barbecue. Yeah, right. Because eh? I'd love yeah. to go to a fucking couple of joints like that, but I've yeah. just never seen them. Yeah, blue house barbecue. At the smoke and new uh, new farm, I think it is in Brisbane, and uh, Frank Smokehouse. Apparently four and a half stars for um, bluegrass and 
Old Frank's has taken out the five star, so yeah. we might have to go check it out, boys. Make a trip. Is that what they call Brisbane, the big smoke? The big yeah, smoke. Yeah, bud, the big <laughs> smoke. That's, we figured it out. You've Bruce heard Vegas. of first, ladies and gentlemen. That's why they call it the big smoke. <laughs> yeah, so like apparently a, there's a few down there. Yeah, right. I'll have to check it out. Next time I'm there, which won't be anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> I think going back into like how we got into smoking, mine was from CMC, from the Country Music Festival. Oh, yeah. Just wake, yeah, just... Brisket roll, mate, for the oh, first yeah. time. Holy, oh, that just changed I, me life. I'm I just, lived on that. Actually, yeah. If you're ever at one of these, um, like little little markets or something, there's a there's a mob called the Cook and the Chef. I'm going to give them a shout out. They have a brisket roll, bud, mm. and it is fucking unreal. So, oh, was that at um, Agnes there? Yeah, man. They yeah. did the markets there. If you've tried at the brisket roll, I used to do a bit of work for them. Lovely people. Yeah, nice. Mm. No, it's it's fucking really tasty. Um, what have you been, anything you've been loving lately, lads, on the smoker? Like something you've been fucking perfecting or getting into? You can't go past a brisket. Yeah, yeah. I, I really need to pull my finger out and um, commit to one, eh? Yeah, I've, um, yeah, I can't actually say I've absolutely nailed one. My first one I ever did was probably the closest thing. Pork butt the other day, I think we nailed that. Mm. I've just been loving doing like tomahawk steaks and stuff like that. Oh, the reverse here. Reverse here, brother. Money. That is my tactic. <laughs> Boys, I've been loving the pork belly burn ends lately. Yeah, I've you haven't been smashing them out, mate. I've perfected them, mate. It's so simple because for me, like like I was saying before, I don't really have the time to do a twelve hour thing. Like pork belly burn ends literally take you fucking four or five hours, you know. So do yourself a favor, look it up on YouTube. Pork belly burn ends. I'm not going to bore you to death with it, but it's fucking unreal. One last thing about cooking, boys, that I wanted to wanted to bring it up um, is about cooking your own steaks at a restaurant. What's your fucking thoughts on it? Oh, it's hard getting a steak from a restaurant when you can reverse sear them and whatever, you cook them yourself. Exactly. Oh. Well, this is my thoughts on it, though. If I'm going to go to a restaurant and pay big money, I want the fucking thing to come out cooked perfect. I don't yeah. want to cook it myself on a rock. So, yeah. You, yeah, you won't be like a Hot Rock fan? Yeah, no. the old Hot Rock there, you may as well send them an invoice for your labour. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, that, exactly. That's slave labour. I'll tell you what, over in Japan, but when we got like the little Wagyu pieces and we could cook them to how we wanted, yep. you can cook one a bit like, more, one a bit rarer. Little slices would be all right. Yeah. yeah, that was unreal. I'm all about that. Yeah, right. Got yeah. everyone involved. Sort I'm of going, more thinking as the whole piece. It's like, what a slack fuck. You <laughs> just give them a big fucking Hot Rock. Here, cook it yourself, bush. But, yeah. <laughs> No, that's <laughs> – Like lunch today, that was a fucking well done. Actually, yeah, lunch was yeah. good today. Yeah, you know, yeah. Going to that. But anyway. Um, yeah. All right, mate. Right, so going on with uh, camper trailers, boys. Mitchum, mate, you'd probably have one of the best fucking camping trailers in Australia. You do a bit of uh, travelling around, chasing waterfalls, mate. Why don't you tell us a bit about your setup and what you're about? No, I do – I do like the camper we got at the moment. She's a Kimberley camper, off-road bloody setup. Yep. There's actually a bit of a yarn about how we got on to buying a bloody really dear box trailer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we went up, when I was doing the uh, roster work, the 7 and 7, we used to plan to do a bit of, I'd work for 7 obviously, then we'd go away holidaying with the little one and the missus and that. Yep. And we went out to the hinterland in Sunny Coast um, up Mapleton, that sort of area there, heap of waterfalls and et cetera. Anyway, beautiful weather. We were there for seven days, sunny skies, blah, 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 top of the mountain. Last day, uh, Bub's cracking it. Mrs. got Bub in the car, so I got to pack up the whole camp. We had a soft floor camper trailer. <laughs> she was a thing of beauty. Her name was Noddy. <laughs> <laughs> That's an unreal yeah. name. And... Um, 
She decided to piss down rain. Oh. Bulb's cracking it. Mrs. is suey as because the bulb's cracking it. They're in the car. <laughs> I've got to pack up this whole camp for seven days worth of camp by myself. Good on your dad. Down rain. That's a, that's an alpha bloke move, right? There. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> alpha boys. And um, so yeah. Anyway, packed her up. Pissing down rain. Drip dripping wet by the time I got her all together. All knowing with the old soft floor camper that we got to drive eight hours home and I got to set the bastard back up to dry, <laughs> dry it out. Yeah, oh, I How was happy. Fuck's that, man. I was pretty stoked about life that day. Oh. Anyway, so we pack her up. We're sorting back to the big Bruce, and um, as we're pulling out of Sunny Coast, we drive past this Kimberley camper store, and the missus like, "Oh, have a look at that," and I'm like. I'm buying one. I'm going to fucking buy one. <laughs> so we pulled a Yui, nearly got T-boned, cut a few blokes off and wheeled her in. I was like, mate, how much for this? All the accessories. I was still, as I walked in there, I was still dripping wet from packing up me bloody soft floor. Like, <laughs> so I it was an any, emotional purchase. It was very emotional. Oh, it's, like not eat, it's like not eating when you go grocery shopping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, they walked in there and priced her up. And got all the accessories that she held and bloody whatever, 2020 model. And or whatever model it was then, might have been 19, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. And he's, I'm like, yep, right, let's do it. What's it going to hit me with? He's like, yeah, that'll be bloody $78,000. I was like, ooh, for a box trailer. <laughs> yeah, right. <no. laughs> I was like, you got any second-hand options? Because I'm still pretty mad, but it's starting to feather out. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, he had one. 2016 model or something looked identical to the brand new one on the floor. Yeah, couple old bird, couple old chooks bought it and realised that camper trailer and wasn't for them. Left it in their garage and traded her on a caravan. So, yep, I got that for just under thirty, I think. Basically, nice. the identical to what I just priced up brand new for How nearly eighty. That? So, what's so the setup process for that then? Going from the soft top, is she just like a pop? Yeah, so try the sides out, or it's a rear fold hard floor. Yep. So uh, positive to the forward fold is it weighs less. Um, very capable. Like she's more capable than the old cruiser. Yep. And um, takes about two minutes to set up. Yeah, it's it's got an awning over the side of it that um, oh whatever you would call it, bloody anchors back on itself. And it can it can cop thirty knots, they reckon, and I would have had it in near that, if not more. And then you can hit two poles to that if it, if the wind gets above thirty knots, so it doesn't tear your awning off. Yeah, and it's honestly brilliant. Like pull that kitchen on the side, so if you're travelling, you can pull out, pull the kitchen out, cook up a bit of smoko. One of those things that you get what you pay for, eh? Exactly right. So, uh, well, you give me a hungover stopwatch start. Yep. What are we talking for pack up? Two and a half minutes. Two and a half minutes. Oh, sorry. Hungover as shit. No, sorry. Pack up. Yeah, pack seven up. minutes. Mate, seven you're minutes. hungover as shit. It take fucking ten hours, no matter what. Yeah, be times two, so fourteen yeah. minutes. I got eh? Yeah. So the setup, two and a half minutes, mm. and then the dramatically hungover, not wanting to be a part of the world, mm. seven minutes. <laughs> so seven you're minutes. fourteen minutes. So fourteen plus. minutes. Yeah. That's still achievable. Yeah, uh, that's pretty good, bro. Yeah, Fifteen like for said. spraying the missus <laughs> for not helping, like kicking you the s- dog too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like you said, Tommy, it's one of those things you pay what you get for. Oh so, yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I thought I'd regret it because we spent bloody thirty grand on a box trailer, basically, and 
honestly, haven't looked back. That's awesome. Did Fair you ever quick. run the rooftop before you had the soft camper? She was a swag before then. Yeah, yeah. I'm oh. the same. We're, we're at the moment. Right. We're just swag and um, the stretcher. We we're looking at a bit of a rooftop setup, but um, being pregnant at the moment and a bit of balance on the um, yeah ladder. We're yeah. maybe looking, yeah, single axle caravan eventually. You might have talked me into the camper setup, but um, probably still. I yeah. wouldn't go a camper unless you're willing to spend spend the money. Yeah, that's right. It's either spend the money on a good camper like that. That's because the reason I stayed there is capability. That's right. Yeah, like yeah. some of the places we go, you're off grid. And that's one of the best of things like we've already talked about in our first episode that we all love getting outside and getting outdoors, but be fucked if I want to go to somewhere and school holidays, mate, and oh, be yeah. fucking shoulder to shoulder with other bastards. Like that's yeah, well, defeating the purpose for me about going camping. Like for me, what we all like about camping is getting out in the bush, you know. We go back to that primal feeling. Yeah. Like fucking making a fire, man, looking at it. It's nature's TV. You can just get lost in it, sit around it. That's right. You know, especially on a winter's night. You're sitting around fucking huddled up next to the fire, drinking piss, telling stories, having a laugh. It's unreal. It's I like the awesome. idea of the old single axle caravans or camper too. You, you see those blokes with those dual axle, just more drama than it's worth getting yeah. them into the camp spot. More wheels turning, the more maintenance that's you got to. Yeah, that's right. So. Yeah, that is good. Mate, Um, so like with what we've been talking about, you've actually come up with a brand. You've got an Instagram page going at the moment, Week Off Wanderers. That's, yeah. Like what? Tell us. why don't you tell us a bit about that, man, and how, how you got that off the ground and what it's about. So when we were um, when I was in between working for myself, I'd go subby out the mines and that much like yourselves, and um, yeah, like that uh, sunny coast story. I'd spend me seven days on, and then me seven days I'd spend off trying to spend as much time with me uh, daughter and me missus as I could, go out travelling and fishing and camping and whatever we could get into. And I was like, oh, that's bloody. We got our own business. We got our own bloody. Revenue on that, that's bloody, I want to wear my own brand. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to be spending all my money buying your billabongs and your bloody whatever they are. So let's make our own stuff. Yep. So anyway, I come up with the week off Wanderers because we, we work for one week and then we're off for the next. So, yeah, that's unreal, yeah, mate. That's like our roster in a nutshell. Yeah, yeah. I, that is a great name. I'll yeah. get around that. Everyone would get that that works 7-7. Seven, seven. Yeah, so yeah. we um, I Googled it and... Went on the socials and, yeah, it wasn't taken, so I went and bought the name and we own that. Yep. Then we, yeah, come up with a bit of merch and some hats and we got fishing shirts. Like so what, you do the yeah. full trademark on it? Or, yeah, yeah. yeah we, oh, nice. Yeah. We own the name. and yeah. um, Now, you'll see in the in the uh, photo we put on Instagram too, we'll have the shirts on that we're all wearing. They're pretty unreal. Yeah, this is the old, the old fishing shirts um, that I used to sell out of the shop in Agnes. Um, yeah. They didn't quite come out how I liked, but... I sold enough of them to buy me boat, so I was happy. Mate, that's, <laughs> that's, good. that's good. Yeah. good stuff. Good shit. Yeah, that's what it's all about, brother. Yeah, we get around. There's a couple of um, on our Instagram file. Not that we're bloody killing it or anything, but no. we've got a couple of sponsors ourselves, so we get a bit of free merch off. Yeah, of lads and ladies, if you're uh, if you're into a bit of outdoor stuff and seeing what Australia's got to offer, go go give them a follow. Week off wanderers. Get, get around, around it. it. Yeah. Go, get uh, around it. Go check it out, um, mate. Tell you what, this is something that I'd aspire to have. Like you, I reckon when you've got a schooner at a Ooh. pub named after your business, you fucking made it. Why don't you tell <laughs> us a bit about the headmaster? See, <laughs> this is probably one of my finest accomplishments. Yeah, compliments, accomplishments, accomplishments. There you That's go. It. In there life, um, 
Yeah, I was. We did a bit of work for the pub in Agnes. Yeah. Um, anyway, this fella rung me up one day. He's like, "Oh, I've been talking to a few blokes," and we actually had another business at the time that we bought. Um, so we were running them both out of the same premises, sort of thing. He's like, "Mate, I've been talking around town and giving you the spiel as those blokes do. Um, everyone wants to see uh, double M Diesel on the on the cups on the schooners at um, yeah. Agnes Tavern." And I was like, he's like, oh, I've talked to this mob and this mob um, and we want to put you on there first. I was like, well, I actually own that other mob too, so <laughs> you don't have to give them a call. Yeah. <laughs> so that shot a hole in his story straight up. Yeah. I was like, mate, send me a bloody um, email because I don't know if you're having a go at me or you're full quid or whatever. Um, and I just, that arvo, I had to go look at the publican's boat, so I gave old Johnny a ring. I was like, mate, what's, what's the go this fella? He's like, no, no, he's he does our schooners and that. So he's, I'm like, right, so I sent him a message back. I was like, right, bud, whack me on your cups. Yeah. I want to go up the pub and drink a scoop of beer out of my own name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mate, it tastes uh, better, wouldn't it? Oh, mate, it's a good drop there. You should yeah. drop in and have a look next time. Oh, I have. I've had a drop out of your cup, mate. It tastes fucking better. I don't know how many are left yet because I get a Snapchat every week of some bloke stealing one and taking her home. So. Yeah, that's unreal, <laughs> yeah. You would have a few at home, wouldn't you? Oh, I got a couple. Yeah, good. <laughs> but, mate, that sort of goes into, like, um, with your own, like, starting your own business and stuff. Like, you entered the workforce pretty young, didn't you? Like, for, yeah. for, for today's age, like, you don't really see blokes entering at the age you did. No, she was hard digging in the beginning, but one, probably looking back, probably one of the best things ever done. What was it, like, year eight you got into it? Yeah, so the end of year seven uh, started, must have been the end of year seven, uh, I told the old boy what I wanted to do, mum and dad. And just to say, too, that you're our age, like you're 27, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. So you're not into girls back then or? <laughs> I liked a bit of bone. A couple of spanners, a couple of girls. <laughs> but so yeah. you from eight to ten, I wasn't worried about nothing. Yeah, I was. Besides um, women. The only eight reason we went to school back then was to see the missus <laughs> and where the parties were. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I, we went around. The old boys like, right, I'll do a resume up. So we did that and went around Bundaberg, handed them out, went around Gladstone and. Everyone said the same thing, mate, come back after grade 12. Yep. Um, and I was like, I don't want to go to grade 12. That's why I'm here now. Anyway, there was one fella there. Um, yeah, he's, he's like, you know what? You're a young fella and you know what you want to do, so I'll back you. And I found out later on he paid me out of his own pocket and he put me on. And after I you know, worked me weekends, me school holidays, and you boys would be able to relate to this bloody – Missing out on the parties that everyone's been talking about at school all weekend because I'm going to work for free so I can try and get an apprenticeship. apprenticeship yeah. yeah, I only um, did that a couple of weeks, mate. I can't yeah. really relate. <laughs> yeah, I didn't miss one. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so we did that. And then, yeah, he's like, no, nah, mate, you're committed. He put me on. And yeah, it worked out great. I was fully trade qualified at 18. I had a fuel card, like company fuel card, had my own work ute. And I was yeah, on like 30. She was. Well, it turned. It was hard digging, but it turned out to be one of the best things ever done. That's yeah. awesome, bro. Good stuff, um, mate. One of the things, like you started your own uh, your own show down at Agnes there a while ago, man, and you were going pretty good there. And you know, going on from the last episode where we talk about the are you okay and a bit of bit of mental health and stuff like that, like something pretty bad happened to you, man, at a, at a stage there. If you want to sort of open up on that and how how it affected you, well, there was a few things that happened there. So, yeah, we bought out a shop in Agnes there and uh, started running it. And we just had – it wasn't one big major 
someone jamming us, but there was a handful of things that led to it. And in the end, yes, put you in a bit of a dark spot. Like you, I was working some big, big hours then. I was doing probably 80 hours a week, Monday to Friday, just dark to dark every day, like not seeing me missus. Like the real kicker for it was um, I come home one day on a Saturday or Sunday and uh, my daughter said to me, oh, Daddy, I've missed you. I was like, what do you mean? I see you every day, darling. But I'd walk in, give her a kiss in the morning on the way to work, and then I'd come and give her a kiss while she was asleep on the way to night. And I went a month, right. nearly a month not seeing her mm. and didn't realise because I seen her every day, but she never seen me. Yeah. So she's told me that one day, and I was like, wow, that's that, bloody. That's fucking unreal, eh? Like that, that literally explains why, like, when people say to me, like, they say, how can you work 7 7 mm. when, um, you got a family at home, and I say, mate, the, the amount that I'm earning out there, for me to work at home, I'd have to be working six days a week, probably 12-hour mm. days, and I'd never see them. Yep. But, well, that, what I was doing there in Agnes, because I've been on similar gigs to yourself. Yeah, yeah. I would have been earning just more than you yep. for all that sacrifice. Yeah, I was home every night, but that was a bit of a shit situation. We got jammed by a couple of yep. people that did runners on us and – then we got cyber hacked by someone. It was like you couldn't script it in a yeah, movie. Yeah, that was the How that much, was the massive yeah. one that we're talking turning about, point right? for you, was it? Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I haven't seen my daughter for a month. Like it was all within this three to four month period. You can cop one of them a year or two of them a year and live with it. And yeah, after that, I was like, you know what? That's a sign. Let's get out. Yeah. Move on. So we put the business for sale, and luckily enough, we sold it and yeah, flicked it and. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a go, bud. Mate, um, being a mechanic and someone who works on all things everywhere, I wanted to ask you, is there any mechanical reason why caravans can't do a fucking hundred? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's a serious question, mate, because it fucking... It's what's towing them, mate. Yeah. Is that is that it's what it is? Probably a couple of things. So right. your tow vehicle, yep. whether it's capable to safely tow it, Right, yep. so if, if I'm overtaking a fuckwit that I'm just glaring at because I've been stuck behind them for fucking 20K and they've got the big souped-up shiny-ass fucking Land Cruiser, there's no reason why they can't be doing 100. Depending on what they're towing. So there's comes into a power on towing it. You're braking. If you can brake, whatever Enthusiasm. Pretty, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much what I'm getting at is I fucking hate caravans, mate. They shit me to tears. Yeah. Especially driving I've, six. I've seen like a 27-footer with a Pathfinder. Or like a, <laughs> and, sorry, an X-Trail. If you know what an X-Trail is, just soaring up a hill at about 70 k's. That is soaring for an X-Trail. I don't know how the clutch, clutch didn't spin. Mate, if I had a fucking caravan, I would dead set at least go 100. If someone's going 100 yeah. and you can sit behind them, cruise control on 100, fair enough, man. I know the fuel thing, but fucking hell. It just... It shits you when I've you've had, got to drive six hours to go to work. A few of those a trip just get you going. <laughs> Holy fuck. The I missus. ring Cam just absolutely losing my shit. <laughs> He's like my therapist every fucking round. <laughs> Bit of a debrief. <laughs> the missus wants a caravan, and we had this discussion. I was like, I'm not going to be that bloke doing 90. Yeah. So we're going to be upgrading our cars if we're going to be getting a caravan. You got the dual cab now, don't you? Yeah, i got a Land Cruiser, but. 
That's right. Single axle fucking caravan, or are you going to go dual? No, I'll, I'll run the camp for as long as I can. Yeah. Hopefully, well, till Bubba's well, out. Spent 30 home. grand on the bastard. <laughs> yeah. 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 They'll yeah. probably back me into my grave in it. <laughs> <laughs> but, boys, going on to. Uh, Going on to, like, we've all done our time in the workers' camps, you know, the old seven-on-seven-off roster. This is going to be like a fucking entree to the roast because <laughs> I've had some shockers lately, boys. Like, these, I've got to say, the camp that I'm at at the moment, the food, like, is is pretty good. Like, you can cook your own steak and that sort of thing. they got, you know, they got a tavern there where you can go get beers on tap. they got fucking uh, beer, uh, got gyms and stuff like that, tennis courts and a pool. But, man, the fucking rooms at this joint, bud, it fucking shits me to tears. Like, the end, they've gone from uh, to timber knives and forks. Ooh. <laughs> what Bamboo or what? Fuck. I've I feel actually, like I'm going to get a splinter on my lip. I've like, actually got a bit of a fetish for the timber cutlery. <laughs> You're kidding. <laughs> like, high-end. Like, I feel like if it was high-end polished timber. Ooh, like a bit then, of hardwood. Yeah, yeah, but these things are like fucking, like, just drag on your lip, mate. I can't stand it. What the fuck? Is it better than the plastic one? Uh, no, it, no, it isn't because plastic slides at least. Yeah. Like they fucking bend and carry on, but at least the plastic slides on your lip. A wood knife would have to be better than a plastic knife, surely. Mate, a fucking oh, knife knife no, is better than both of them. A knife knife. No, the yeah, old wood knife. I won't say. You know what they said about the um, <laughs> the bloke with the wooden cutlery? What's that? It wouldn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. You are a dad. That's good. <laughs> Good stuff. But, yeah, boys, I just wanted to have a bit of a carry on. Like, you know, I remember getting to my room the other day and the bed – like, I walked in and so cleaners pretty much – like, someone's in there for seven days. They leave. The cleaners come in, do a check of the room, clean it all up, and you walk in. Pretty simple room, you know. you got a bed, fucking fridge, all the stuff there in a bathroom. I walked in the other day to my bed – the, it was on an angle, like a lean. If you put a ball on it, it would have rolled off the edge. And one of the leg frames was snapped and the fucking wheel was jammed in on a 45, mate. I had to snap it completely and just jam the wheel in under it to make me bed <coughs> half level. Like fucking – and like the last the last one I went to, the shower head. I went in the shower head, was just flopped down. I turned it on and it just sprayed out the fitting. <laughs> and, and they've just been there, hands. and I'm going. But the worst thing is, you're at the other end of the camp, so you go. I'm on night shift. I need to get to sleep. I'm not going to fucking go and re redo it. But oh, but there's some fucking shockers. Man. I've just pulled the shower head off before, let her hose out all through the bathroom, and just enjoyed the fountain. Oh yeah, nice. Mate, and I'm like, yeah, wasn't there for seven days. For this. <laughs> if I wasn't there for seven days, it's probably an option. The joint I'm at at the moment, unreal camp-wise, sleep-wise, the food, but. Oh, true. So we're the opposite. We're the opposite. What would you rather? Because your food's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, You can order a steak unreal. whenever. These guys just frown at you, don't want to know you. So what would you rather? Good food hey, or good, good bed? Nah, good sleep. Yeah, good yeah. sleep, bud. I'm with you. And night shift, good sleep, because you're just going to murder blokes if they're just out the front of your room, which Tom's just had. Oh, but like last round, man, it was one of the worst ever. Like getting getting woken up at fucking um, on night shift. Like I was in there, I hear this fucking knocking. Like I put a do not disturb sign on my door, so I know that they don't even have an excuse. If I get woken up by a cleaner during the middle of the day, they're copping. A big ugly bloke in his undies, pale ass, fucking overweight, just dread standing at the door, going rank. So I've heard at it's one o'clock, one o'clock 
in the RV. You got to picture this if you're working on day shift and it's one thirty at night. It's the same thing. So they're they're just banging and clanging, carrying on. I've come roaring out, mate, fucking like a grizzly bear from hibernation, and just open the door, grab this to do not disturb sign, shaking it, going, "You're being pretty fucking noisy." <laughs> and they went, "Sorry, sir, sorry." Anyway, so I went back inside thinking, right, they've got the picture. They'll piss off and do the room later. Anyway, nah, they're still going. And I thought, I actually need to – like, I rang up reception. I said, you need to get this fucking cleaner away from my room. This is my number. Otherwise, they are going to get, like, verbally abused. I'm I'm giving you a warning. (laughs) I've already told them to go away. They didn't. Anyway, they went, well, right, I say, right, I will get on to management. I was on the verge of just unleashing the biggest spray in my life. I opened the door and they were just leaving. Anyway, so I've uh, I've left the thing on and just to go go with that. I went to go in the shower and I've clicked the old vent fan on. Vent fan turned off, lights blue, everything's dark in me room. <laughs> so I went, oh, the fuck, bud, this is a good combo. So anyway, I got on to old mate from reception. This is the third time that happened. Actually, I'm not going to carry on about it, the the fan and the lights. Anyway, got on to reception, said, "Yeah, bud, lights and fan blue. You want to fix that? You know, I'm just going to work." Anyway, went down to fucking, I'm lining up to get me food, and I get this call that says Moorumbar on it. They answer it, and he goes, hey, mate, uh, yeah, you've actually left your Do Not Disturb sign on your door so the maintenance blokes can't get in there. <laughs> I said, that didn't stop the fucking cleaner, brush. get the fuck in there. <laughs> and he goes, no, no, you don't understand. Um, they, they actually can't get in there. I said, I'm fucking telling you, mate, that I'm the fucker that's in there. And if you want to, you can walk up there and take the fucker off yourself because I'm coming back from night shift tomorrow morning and I want a light and fucking vent fan. But seriously, like this is what you've got to deal with and then you've got to go to work and operate heavy machinery. You know what I mean? That's like, right. It's an absolute right, carry on. Well, what time did that cleaner hit you with? One thirty. That's right. If that was a normal night yeah, and it was one thirty at night. One thirty in the morning, but You would just be unleashing. Mate, one time I, walk, I went in there. And I was on day shift and, you know, you got your fridge that you put a couple of beers in or whatever sort of thing. Anyway, I get in there and the fridge has just leaked all over the floor. Like I get in there and it's just a whole pool of water all over the floor and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck me. On the way to work, I said, yeah, can you go in, you know, change my fridge or it's fucked or whatever. So I've come back, get there back there from after work and here's fucking ten towels just stuffed in it. <laughs> fridge is left open, towels all stuffed in it and I went, is this bloke fucking serious? Rang reception and said, you fucking old mate has had a Barry Crocker up here. He's fucking stuffed me fridge full of towels and left. Anyway, I'm up there having a beer with the boys that the, like, had these little huts sort of thing. And I've seen this bloke with his little fucking disabled van driving down there with the flashing orange light, mate, and I've just fucking V-lined straight for the front. He's pulled up there. I said, mate, was this you? And he said, yeah. I said, are you fucking kidding me? Why'd you just stuff fucking towels in a brass and just think that was going to do the do the job? Oh, mate. Yeah, they ended up changing the fridge, but just these little things. Like, you got to imagine if you were paying your money, because they're getting paid oh, yeah. by the company. If you were paying your money to stay in these places it's and they do like this sort of shit. Service. Like, la- yeah, exactly. Last round, I would have got seven fucking refunds for seven <laughs> nights. Yeah, you had a ripper. Oh, I um, where I'm at now, um, the mine actually owns the camp, so it's actually pretty good. Like I said in the sleeping department, but tell you what, I had a fucking stitch up this week, bros. <laughs> what with the food or food? Food. What happened, mate? Recky, coming off night shift. I um, 
Yeah, I like to fast for the first two nights. Health and fitness. Good on you, mate. And uh, yeah, coming on off the um, heading into the swing day, I've had brekkie for my swing day and um, lamb fry. I'm um, used. So you don't, you never heard of lamb never fry? Heard of, yeah, I, yeah, never heard of lamb Isn't fry like before. Organs or something? Yeah, yeah, mate. It's a no from me. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think it was, but when you saw it? I just thought it was just like like rump steaks, like little like little lamb rump steaks, <laughs> like a stir fry in, in, in gravy and shit. So I've got me fucking eggs sunny side up, a couple of fucking rashes of bacon, and then yeah, I'll a bit of liver. Yeah. <laughs> Try yeah. your lamb fry. Got back to the table and shit. Anyway, yeah, I got into it a bit, and then tried the um, lamb fry, mate, and I'm spat it clean across the fucking mess hall. Going, what the fuck is that? I have got my phone out, Google it in one hand, still gagging in the other. Just going, <laughs> what is lamb fry? And they're going, lamb fry is balls, liver, and brains. Oh, oh all of the wow. good stuff. And that I was like, unreal. oh, are you kidding me? It tasted like tofu dipped in shit. <laughs> it was the rankest thing ever. I called Tom when I got back to the room because we're having. He was oh. complaining about his room at the opposite side of Queensland, yeah. and I was complaining. I was still gagging. I brushed my teeth three um, times. I reckon I laughed for ten minutes straight. I'm like, didn't you know what lamb fry was? You're like, nah. I had a big chew of fucking balls, and it fucking oh, because everyone's like, oh, it's just liver, mate. And I said, bullshit. It tastes like fucking scrotum. <laughs> that fucked a tofu plant. Oh, mate, it was fucking gross. That, that, I've never tried it because I've luckily known what it was. And that is I, a proper like, Two days later, the cook goes, um, it was like another, it said minute steak. I said, is this yeah. actually minute steak? He goes, actually, nah. It's um, <laughs> it's just, it's um, chops just um, cut up. And I said, how about that lamb fry the other day? He goes, yeah, I was part of cooking it. Didn't it taste like shit? You would have felt I like said, coward person. Hey, fucking did, mate. Yeah, that is gross. Even the cooks go, yeah, I had to try to see if I still liked it, and it was still shit. What I find with the mess hall, and this has probably got something to do with New South Wales blokes, skiers, fucking cyclists, <laughs> vegans, fucking, uh, I find that there's a group of weirdos that stand to eat their dinner. What's Nothing cool? fucking shits me I've more. Like, it. there's these stools, oh, but I feel like giving them a good old-fashioned clip around the ears. But, mate, like, like there's these blokes, the same blokes every time. I think they're – I'm not going to say the company, but, yeah, they, they, they stand at these tables. Like the, the tables are pretty high. So – but for me, like, there's some rules about standing to eat. Yeah. Like, you stand to eat if – say you're at a bar, like at a pub, and there's a hot chips platter that comes on. You know, you grab it, all the nibbly foods and shit like that. But if you've got to eat with your fucking knife and fork – Yeah, the main purpose Sit the there. fuck down. Yeah. That's what I reckon. Like, I can't stand it. These blokes stand. I'm like, oh, mate, you must fucking do it. They must nothing. be just like operators. They sit all day and then yeah, want to stand at night. I don't know. I don't get it. It shits me, but I don't know. It shouldn't shit me. You're going to digest prop like, better? It shouldn't shit me that much either because it doesn't affect know. me, but I'm just looking at these weirdos going, that looks fucked. Like, sit down, mate. <laughs> I don't understand it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't. It's fucking weird, bud. But uh, anyway... That's a bit of a pre-roast on camps. I got That's a, a fair um, entree. That I got a bloody extra bit entree for yeah. the camps. Actually, keep I've it. I've had a couple of baddies. Yeah, yeah. Doing the old three and ones where you bounce from site to site to keep under that fatigue level there. And yep. I pulled in. I went from Blackwater to Dysart. Um, did seven at Black, and then knocked off. Drove straight to Dysart. Room was ready to go. Did the late check in. Keys on the bed. Anyway. 
bumped into a couple of boys on an old crew I used to be on, so naturally got quite involved with drinking a couple of beers. <laughs> <laughs> and I stumbled back to my room, and I remember going to bed and going, that's so nice of them um, them cleaners. They hung my towels up for me because usually they fold them like in a nice little square on the, <laughs> yeah. on the bed. I'm like, oh, that's good. Anyway, so I woke up the next morning a bit half dusty and had a shower and went and got a feed and went to work and I was, yeah, I was pretty dusty. And I was talking to the boys about it and then as I was saying it to the blokes at smoke, I was like, fuck, I think I'm in some other bloke's room. <laughs> <laughs> and I've just gone and crashed into some bloke's room because I was only doing a two-day shut in Dyson. Well, so you just there. threw your backpack in. Was your backpack still in there when you got back? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what happened, Oh, whether we were on opposite shifts or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I've just wandered into some bloke's room, used his towel, <laughs> <laughs> gone in, had a shower, slept in his bed, didn't even make the bed because that's a waste of time. Yeah, fuck You're going to do it. You're going to scruff it up that next night anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, gone to work. <laughs> You're kidding me. Oh, no. <laughs> Come back and I'm having a go at the um, at the ladies in the office like, What's the go? You've given me a dirty room. And they're like, what room are you in? I'm like, this one. They're like, oh, well, that's not the room you were meant to have. <laughs> oh, well. <Yeah. laughs> so there's another bloke out there on another podcast going, these bars, someone's jumped in me room. He's hot-seated <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> He's done the old hot swap. Mate, that's that's one thing before we keep going on to the next segment that I'm going to say is phone service, bud, at mm. fucking camps. You get to that hot spot, it's about six thirty, seven o'clock, every fucking grub gets back there, oh, mate, yeah. and they're just doing the same thing. Just uh, getting ripped into it. Yeah, That's yeah. like, you, mate, you resort to pulling off the yeah. thumbnails. You've got, four, <laughs> yeah. you've got four still shots to work with and you've got to imagine the rest. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I bloody... <laughs> Saturday night, you're not loading up the fucking fury. No, that's it. It comes you're from your imagination. Off the fucking thumbnails. I had a, um, I had a week there where we didn't have any signal because Telstra was down or whatever, and I had to resort Telstra. to a bit of Jimmy Barnes. I was onto the Spotify. True. <laughs> it was a hard digging week that one. <laughs> Pull out the wank bank, brother. Oh. Week, bros. Oh. Sing me home, Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> Boys, going on to uh, Mitchum. Something when you had a bit to do with the last year, mate. It's a bit of uh, bit of bit of bush footy. Oh yeah, fucking uh, yeah, mate. Um, bush footy is a bit of a bit of a mix between um, old grubs and young pups. Oh yeah, you know it's like the the blokes who are about to retire and the blokes who aren't quite ready to yeah. go into a league that's uh, established. It's uh, a bit of fun though, isn't it, mate? It's tough too. Like I much prefer the bush footy. Um, it's tougher. Yeah, yeah, it, it is tougher. Mate, one, one thing that I noticed uh, this year, mate, is that the boys had the old 50 bucks for shot of the game, oh, like yeah. biggest hit of the game, and fucking I froth that. Oh, yeah. It's That's good. like I just fucking lingered around and just saw your opportunity and just ironed the bloke out, got 50 bucks to put on the bar after the game, mate. Yeah, right. fucking laughing, That's what it's it? about. Yeah, yeah that's that, bush footy. That is bush footy. It was uh, – But going out, you blokes, you know yourself anyway, um, going out playing like them rep tours out in the bush and following it around – when I first started doing that, I was worried, like playing your sunny coast, your brizzy and that, and you're like, oh, these these blokes are just going to be bigger and taller and harder. Yeah, yeah. They're softer than warm lettuce. Yeah. But <laughs> it's warm lettuce. <laughs> but well-polished. Soft as a it's, pensioner's too. Yeah. <laughs> but it's good footy, like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I went in thinking it was going to be running at 
uh, 13 Gordon Talises or whatever. No, the, and, the, the bushier you go, the grubbier you go. Exactly That's pretty right. much where it fucking heads, mate. Mm. One thing uh, I found at the start of the season is no bastard had fucking boots. Everyone kept going, yeah, you got any oh, boots oh, I can borrow? Oh, I'm oh, thinking oh. they still make the fucking things. Go and buy a pair. <laughs> Yeah, Remember that I got, plastic oh, pair that was floating oh, around, mate, that you had to wear oh, and you got the biggest even, blisters, you had to pretty much have a week off work after? I don't even <laughs> want to talk about that. That was a bad bloody time in my life. Mate, old, old Gonzo. Oh, bud. Uh, after, and no showering after a game. Like, I come from fucking when you finish a game of footy, you have a shower, get in your fucking clothes and carry on. If you're not something, getting your gear out with the boys in the shower, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, get your jocks off. Yeah, fucking, what are you, gay? Fucking hell. <laughs> oh, Oh, if mate, there's not yeah. an, old blo- an old bloke in there stirring one of the young fellas up for not having pubes, yeah, yeah, so he's not right. bush footy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, fucking get it, right, lads. So we're gonna uh, we're gonna get stuck right into the episode roast now. This episode roast is gonna be about paper fucking straws. <sighs> there's nothing worse, boys. I fucking the last thing I McFucking McWant is to pull into McDonald's. Get a McFrozen McFarkin McCoke and get a McPaper McFarkin McStraw with it. I'm with you, bud. Yeah, it's a McFarkin time. Oh, mate. Ten minutes later, you leave it and you're trying to get through town. The cunt's like confetti. You're spitting the fucking thing all what over the What the joint. fuck, mate? Like, we we had it all figured out in the straw game, I think. Yeah. And that, we were at an all-time high. Then, bang, massive bed shit. We've gone to paper straws. What the fuck is going on, mate? I'll definitely get rid of your plastic bags. You have to, but give me a fucking plastic straw back. You're McKidding me, mate. Next like minute they'll fucking, be charging us fifteen cents. Like for they a should at least, straw. they should at least <laughs> yeah. fucking give us the option. You know what I mean? Would you like to save the environment and get a paper straw? No, fuck off. Okay, no worries. Or oh, yes, I do. Actually, you know, bloody, there's a bit of a and there's no ambassador or anything going on here. Oh, yeah, <laughs> uh, Hungry Jacks. Um, yes. They've actually they've nailed it. To be honest. Yeah. Um, so they've recreated the top little plastic clip-on for their cup. They've put a little lip mount there, and you can actually choose to get a plastic straw and kill the environment if you're that way inclined. Fuck yeah. Or Dolphin you friendly. can use the actual plastic little cup as a sippy cup. How good is that? It. See, that's, oh, that's ingenuity, really? mate. That's fucking unreal, mm. isn't it? That, that that's great, man. I think Fucking, actually, Hungry Jacks are um, clawing their way back into the market. Yeah, they are. Oh, they yeah. They, remember they brought out the uh, what would they would they bring out? Yeah, they're, they're clawing back up the to big the big Jack. Fun. Yeah, <laughs> the big Jack. Nothing to do with the Big Mac. Man, I never heard of her. They got the uh, the fucking cafe. Yeah, the Jacks Cafe. Yeah. The Jacks Cafe. <laughs> actually, there was a bloke fucking storming around. I think he was the manager at the front of Hungry Jacks the other day, yelling something. I actually got a clip of him. Have you? Uh, yeah, I do. I do. Where I just got to play it. I've got to find it for you. I've got a clip of him fucking trouting off. Yeah, and I hear you to take part. I hear to take over. Yeah, that sounds about right. He just kept repeating that, mate. Straight and, out of uh, the telecom. Mate, and I'm starting to really believe it. Mm. Like, if if they've got the big jack and they got the fucking uh, they got the cafe going and you don't have to deal with paper straws, I know where I'm going because mm. the fucking burgers are better at Hungry Jacks. Jacks there you go. They actually are too. Oh, they are. Flame grilled, brother. You're, what, what are you, what's your go-to from uh, HJ's, bros? Honestly, I 
Don't mind the old bacon deluxe. Oi, bud. That but is, that's I don't mine. hit the old fast foods too often. To yeah, well, you. living out at fucking bumfuck nowhere, I mm. don't either. But I, bacon deluxe is my go-to, yeah, mate. Geez. You it's can't fucking, wrong. And I feel like they've nailed the chips. They used to oh, years yeah. ago. They used to they have got the, the old chips. Uh, years ago. They used to have the old fucking same chips as Mac. Chips as Macca's, but she's the old crunchy uh, chips, not fries. Cunt. That's fucking. They got onion rings on about it. Yeah. yeah. No, good on them. But yeah, oh, mate, trout and off. I think uh, they got a bit of a smoked menu there for the bloody yeah. fellas. Yeah. Yeah, no, good on them. But yeah, they're, they're all about the plastic straws, mate. So, um, so good on them. But uh, yeah, but honestly, we started with paper straws in this world. And then plastic was invented, something that doesn't go wet. Did they start with plastic paper straws or were they just like, that's a shit idea, let's wait until plastic's invented? I don't know. Surely they started with paper. Wasn't paper before plastic? Fucking bamboo was before it all. That's what they should have stuck with. Yeah, well, that'd do. There is bamboo straws. Yeah, that's what I mean. There is bamboo. And they're good. Yeah, but but anyway, if if anyone knows who started the paper straw movement, can they please get in contact with us at alphablokespodcast at gmail.com so we can organise an exhibition boxing bout with lightning lads. <laughs> we want to fucking punch the ears off you. Pretty much. Coming into Sober October, we're going to fight camp. Yeah, fucking yeah. fight camp. Um, the ambassador of paper straws, we're going to fucking smash you. We're calling you as an official call out. <laughs> get on to us. Um Right, Brokes as well. Yeah, we're going to – yeah, yeah, you'd be paying a dollar. Oh, favorite. Um, yeah, favourite. We're going to go into guest questions, Mitchum. We uh, cool. skipped this last episode when me and uh, me and Larry got into it. But, um, mate, how do you eat an apple? The old – I was listening to your podcast last week and I thought about it. I'm like, fuck, I've never thought about that before. <laughs> anyway, so I went and grabbed myself an apple and into where I did. <laughs> into where you went. <laughs> <laughs> so it turns out the way I eat an apple is one at the top, one at the bottom, one at the top, one at the bottom. True. Oh, you're like the, these uh, queer blokes at work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fair enough. See, this is why we ask these questions. So I want to get it. How do you go an apple? Mate, I grab an apple from the arse and the top and I just run around the middle and then I just knock the top off and knock the bottom off. Yeah, oh, that's ask- like the old cartoons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's because that's how you do it. Yeah, you know. Oh, Asked a call, mate. Out in the, the bush, middle. we didn't have cartoons, brother. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, righto. Righto, so we, we figured that one out, mate. Red or green cordial? Well, I like a green cordial, but when we're working cows, I like a bit of that extra bit of energy sugar, so we run the red when we're doing cow work. Fair enough, mate. Uh, what about which ice blocks, which Zupa Dupas are left in the packet? Mate, she's the orange every time. Yeah, like, right. You're trying to hock them off on eBay and on the classifieds <laughs> of marketplace. You're getting rid of them. It's fucking dog, isn't it, <laughs> yeah. the old orange? And what's, your, what's your favourite shapes, mate? The shapes is a hard one. I'm a, I'm a chicken crimpy man, the old oh, yeah. orange. Yeah, bar, okay. Barbie. Like yeah, the Barbie's yeah, good. Yeah. We, we raved on a bit about the old uh, inner biscuit drumsticks. They aren't a shape, but I yeah. put them in the aren't same category. Back. Yeah, back, but I got them the other day, man, and we had them again. They are fucking good. Like they are prime, mate. Yeah. We had them again. They're, Just like how really we good. remember them in school. Yeah, mate, yeah. they're fucking nice. Um, party pies or sausage rolls? Oh, probably have to go to the pie, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm with you there, bro. That's a majority decision there. Tomato or barbecue sauce? That's a hard one. Yeah, no, it's it is not. a hard one. Well, it's not really. Yeah. On chips, I'd go tomato. Everything else, Barbie. But so, if, so you'd go Barbie if you had to get rid of one. 
Probably, but fuck, I love chips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, sauce after you open it in the fridge or the cupboard? Yeah, so I think growing up, I was a cupboard man mm. and then leeching into me bachelor days. But now that i got a cook around the house, I think she's in the fridge most mate, of the time these days. Same thing happened with me, mm. to be honest. But, mate, boys, that sort of rounds up the um, the uh, guest questions. We got to the joke of the day segment. Mitchum, being the, uh, being the guest, mate, being the guest, we'll start you off first. Uh, have you got anything for us today? Well, I actually forgot all about this. Did you? Um, but surely you'd have, surely you'd have off something off the top of your head. No, the missus bloody um, sent me down the shops the other day to pick up um, some 7-Up. Anyway, turns out I bloody, um, oh, no, pick up some Sprite. Sorry, I fucked that up. <laughs> Keep going, mate. You're up. Nah, she sent me down the shop to pick up um, six a six-pack of Sprite. Yep. Anyway, got home. Turns out I picked 7-Up. <laughs> wow, that is very dad of you. You've done two dad jokes. You're right. In, you're in a good position. Where you're allowed to, though. You're and right. I destroyed right. it too. Yeah, stuff. Right, it. Oh, this one's going to be pretty controversial, but I'm going to let it rip anyway. Uh, they reckon it's a pretty rough time to visit, uh, visit Afghanistan. You never know where you'll be headed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That is probably a bit controversial, but I've probably got something a bit more fucking yeah. darker for you. Jesus. Righto. Sorry. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> What's the difference between a gay bloke and a fridge? What? The fridge doesn't fart when you pull out. Pull the meat out. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, well. And on that note, we're going to see you later. So stay right out of yourself, people. Thanks again, and hopefully you'll be back next week. <laughs> Call them what you want, knee knockers, golden nuggets, thigh slappers. But our friends at Manscapes refer to them as the boys. Not every man has children, but every man is responsible for their two boys below the waist. When your little guys have more hair than they need, trust Manscaped for all your grooming dreams. Boys need love too, so join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and using the code ALPHABLOKES for 20% off plus free shipping. You heard it here first. The boys are back in town. Every man knows how scary it can get when you're going for the close shave below the waist. That's why I trust Manscaped for all my sensitive areas. Introducing the Lawnmower family, including the Lawnmower Pro 3.0 Plus and the 4.0 Pro and the 5.0 Ultra. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code ALPHABLOKES at manscaped.com. For the best your boys have ever looked, trust Manscaped. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 